1: time to talk cybersecurity now. And I don't know if you were brought up to speed on the story in Newfoundland that happened, uh, well, it was last weekend now. It's almost a week ago. Um, They were subjected to what we believe was a ransomware attack. And essentially, it shut down Newfoundland and Labrador's healthcare system. Completely shut it down. Now, it's not the first time that hospitals and healthcare has been attacked before, but that's when it really starts to concern people. When you start talking about essential infrastructure, healthcare systems, things like that, it starts to make people realize just how vulnerable we are in the cybersecurity area. They're talking about implications for national security here. This one has a lot of people talking and very, very concerned. So to chat about what happened and how we can prevent this from happening again, if we can, we're going to chat with Ritesh Kotak, who's a cybersecurity tech analyst. Uh, Ritesh, thank you for joining us. appreciate your time today.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: So what I'm hearing about this Newfoundland incident, they're calling it the worst attack in Canadian history. Would you agree with that?
0: It's definitely one of the worst. When you actually impact the healthcare industry, where literally surgeries and and chemotherapy and and appointments were getting cancelled, and this has an impact on everyday individuals. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. We have seen Attacks that have attacked our our food security, Um, you know, for example, the JBS breach. We've Mm -hmm. seen um, energy breaches as well. We saw that with the Colonial Pipeline. So uh, the frequency of this is increasing, and also the impact of this is now is increasing as well. It's not an organization that can't do e-commerce sales. It's our appointments that are getting canceled with our doctors. Yeah, this is bad.
1: Um, And like you say, I mean, that's when people get really, really concerned. Do we know, like, how long was this... um Offline. How long did it take before they got things back up and running again?
0: So New um, has been very. Uh, they haven't been as transparent as probably we would we would right. like of giving us of giving us all you know the detailed information. Now their their take on this is don't want to tip off. The hackers, but it seems like over the weekend. So on Saturdays uh, is when they started to detect certain incidents. Um, I think their system started to go offline. They haven't even told us if this is actually a ransomware attack, right. um, unless they've done any update. The last little bit, last time I checked, it's, um, our system, our systems are down, but based on everything that we've heard and, and kind of what other experts are saying, it seems like it's a ransomware attack that happened on, fr- on Saturday. And then since then it just, spread to other systems, and as a result, I guess they just pulled the, pulled the plug and turned everything off.
1: Yeah, um, like you say, we, the speculation is it was a ransomware attack. It, all signs, that's what all the experts are saying they believe it to. But like you say, we're not getting 100% confirmation from the government. Um, but it raises an interesting question because there's the typical approach when we talk about ransomware, often the, the recommendation is don't pay them. You'll just encourage more of these attacks. Don't pay them. But when you're talking about a healthcare system or some other form of infrastructure, that's really not an option available, right? I mean, you have to react and react quickly.
0: I think it speaks to the incident response of these types of incidents themselves, so for example um, if if everything's encrypted and you don 't have a backup of the data which which you should have a backup, but there were even talks that potentially backups were corrupted or or impacted as well. It just shows that there was a lack of cybersecurity protocols in in place, but you 're right and, and and this is one of those questions that a lot of countries uh, organizations are wrestling with. Uh, the Biden administration came out very strong and saying, "Don't pay ransoms." Yeah. And and the reason for that is, look, uh, you're dealing with criminal organizations here. Uh, you know, honor honor amongst these uh, organizations is low to absent. So w- there's no guarantee a they're going to give you the decryption key. Yep. B there's no guarantee that they're going to um, not come back and further extort you, saying, "Hey, thanks for this X amount of bitcoins. Now give me." 10x, um, because they know that you're willing to pay. And then thirdly, you've got to remember, when you're giving this money, you're actually funding criminal and terroristic organizations. um, And these hackers are motivated financially. And the idea is if you don't pay and you take away the financial incentive, then these attacks will essentially stop. But that only works if we do the precautionary measures of having backups and having systems in place. Otherwise, your data is lost, and this is mission-critical data to run your organization.
1: You mentioned uh, Joe Biden, and apparently there was some. He's he's talked to Putin about this, and he needs Putin to crack down on this. And what's our government doing? Do we have? I mean, there's a bunch of agencies that are taking a look at this and are in some way involved. Are we getting anywhere with the Canadian government on this?
0: Well, these attacks keep happening, right? (laughs) Um, I think I think that's I think that's the answer. Now, again, you got to remember with cybercrime, there's kind of two components, right? That that makes things very difficult. The first one is uh, jurisdiction. So clearly, where are these hackers located? Where is the money yeah. being transferred to? They use decentralized uh, cryptocurrencies that are almost impossible to trace. So there's jurisdictional issues. The second yeah. one also is attribution. You're hiding behind a computer. Who do you at? And you can make your location look like you're anywhere in the world using proxy servers and virtual private networks and some really complex security tools. So as a result, a it's finding out who that person is behind the computer, and then second, and then getting that data. You know, good luck. And then secondly, it's um, dealing with that jurisdiction to prosecute. Um, Again, good luck. And the criticism uh, that Biden had for President Putin was um, you're you're essentially creating a safe haven for these hackers and fraudsters, and we need you to crack down on them. But that also means that Russia admitting that they have a problem and they're harboring hackers.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And and you know what? Bottom line, Ritesh, when we talk about this, you know, you can talk about government doing whatever they want, be it Putin or Biden or our government, whatever the case may be. Fact of the matter is, these are criminals that we're dealing with. And whether they're state-sponsored or not, there will still be criminals to try and exploit these systems. You have to take your defense into your own hands, right?
0: You're absolutely right. That's exactly what you've got to do. An ounce of prevention is better than a pound of yeah. cure. And I, always, and I always say, I give the example um, you know, and we've seen this because of the pandemic, a lot of businesses have shifted online without work from home, so there's additional threats that we might not have dealt with, you know, before March 2020, but this is, you know, we're living in a social cyber digital world, and I always said in the physical world, when the fire alarm goes off, we know exactly what to do, who to call, we get everyone to a safe place, and we do roll call and take attendance, and, uh, you know, we call the fire department, we have plans in place, we've got fire extinguishers, um, but we haven't done the same thing when the cyber alarms go off. You know, we practice fire drills, not cyber drills, and when things happen, Happen, we get caught um, because we don't have the right protocols in place. And this means, you know, taking cybersecurity seriously. Um, in you know, investing as, as a country um, and making these resources um, available to all Canadians, especially small to mid-sized businesses, um, because they're the most vulnerable here and they make up a big chunk of our economy. But clearly, critical infrastructure, um, as we've seen time and time again, they are vulnerable, and we got to protect them. Otherwise. We're going to keep seeing more and more of these. So we practice fire drills. We got to start practicing cyber drills.
1: Yeah, and this is the thing, Ritesh. You know, it's a healthcare system. This weekend, maybe next weekend, it's uh, some other key component of infrastructure. Uh, all of it's vulnerable. That's what we're learning here.
0: Hundred percent. We've also seen like um, we've also seen public transit get hit with ransomware as well. We've seen cities get hit with ransomware. As I mentioned earlier, we've had uh, food, uh, major yeah. food producers, yeah. right? And, that, and So it's yeah, it's 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 healthcare today. Who is it going to be tomorrow?
1: Scary, scary stuff. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Ritesh. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. That is Ritesh Kotak telling us uh, what I think a lot of us already knew that this situation is just continuing unfettered. And the risks that we are running uh, are kind of scary. I mean, if you think about what happened in Newfoundland and Labrador over the weekend on Saturday, where essentially the healthcare system was shut down. Appointments couldn't happen, treatments, all kinds of things, basically just halted. Uh, and uh, what's next? That's the question. What's next? If you know, like he said, we we you talk about the uh, the meatpacking plants were hit hard by this. There was um, the fuel situation in the southeast United States was affected by. I mean, the list goes on to some pretty important components of the economy and society.